This is The Culture. What is up, everybody? We are back with another episode of the Cinema Wave podcast. This is episode 16, I believe. Uh, it may actually be later than that when we, re- when we actually post it. But this is going to be a very special episode for us because we're talking about the 7th Annual Indie Street Film Festival, which is in Red Bank, New Jersey, close to where uh, we're recording this right now. And uh, we're Jersey people, if you guys didn't already know that. But uh, I'm going to be one of your hosts for this episode. My name is Darian Scalamoni. I am joined by Zach Miller. What's up? What's up? And we got Mikey producing today. Thank you, Mikey, for being here. Got a lot to talk to you guys about. We wanted to start off first with this awesome partnership that we're doing with the film festival. We're really grateful for the opportunity they're giving us. One of the cool things that they're doing is they're giving us a promo code for any of you guys, any of our listeners, our audience members to get $20 off a full all access pass for the festival. That code is going to be all caps culture wave 20. Okay, so you guys are going to be able to get $20 off. This is a five-day festival. It also gives you access to the after parties, to all the other cool events that they're running um, in Red Bank, New Jersey. So again, if you guys are local or even if you guys want to come over to Red Bank and meet us and have a conversation with us about film, that'd be awesome. So make sure you guys uh, put that code in for the access to get the $20 off the full ticket. Um, But Zach, we're going to talk about some of the lineup right now for this film festival. There's a lot of really cool features coming there's a couple cool shorts that we wanted to talk about uh is there one in particular that you wanted to jump in and talk about right away i did yeah we have one on our list a lot of us it caught of our caught our eye right away um probably because it resonates with us in a lot of ways just talking about film and you know we obviously do that here so i thought that was a great one that we should cover um it's called i like movies it is premiering at 7 p.m on wednesday And I'm going to read the premise real quick. And it entails a socially inept 17-year-old cinephile, Lawrence Queller, gets a job at a video store where he forms a complicated friendship with his older female manager. And I think it's important to note that this film played at TIFF um, this year. It's actually currently, uh, well, it played in 2022 at TIFF. Mm -hmm. So it's continuing its festival run. And... I'm really excited to see it. It's a um, it's listed as a comedy drama and coming of age movie. I mean, it's basically in a nutshell what a lot of us envisioned in a bit of you know being teens looking at movies all the time, and then there's this absurdist um, comedy that comes with it. So I'm really interested in that. It, its runtime is an hour forty, so it is a low budget feature, but it's uh, it's gonna look really cool i'm really excited to see it so what are you looking forward to in that film yeah for that film in particular and for the people who might not be cinephiles like the lead character of this movie tiff is short for the toronto international film festival which is one of the biggest film festivals in the world uh and this is a canadian feature as well it's written and directed by chandler uh, levac and the thing that i thought was really interesting about this when i watched the trailer was it gave me uh, similar vibes a little bit to Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, which is one of my favorite films that have come out over the last few years. Uh, so I was excited about that as well. And anything that pays tribute to movies, I think is really important. And it's always a different kind of viewing experience for us as well, having worked in any aspect of film in our lives, right? So I think that not only that, but the coming of age genre is something that I really love when it's done correctly. And based on the trailer that I saw for this, I think that this is one that pretty much hits it out of the park and hitting that target for us 
where it's a coming of age movie that takes place mostly in a video store. Yeah. I feel like it kind of puts you in a time capsule, but at the same time, there's such a love and appreciation for cinema that is shown in this movie Mm -hmm. that I'm really excited to see it. And it's the opening night film, uh, which I think is really cool. It's going to be Wednesday, September 13th at 7 PM. Uh, it's going to be showing at Indie street. So I'm definitely looking forward to that one. There's another one actually on our list as well that I'm really stoked for, which comes out the next day. So this is going to be September 14th and it premieres. It's the world's premiere of this film. It's at a 15. It's called showdown at the grand and it stars Terrence Howard and Dolph Lundgren, two names that everybody should know, right? Terrence Howard. Oh yeah. Number of features. He's an iron man, right? Dolph Lundgren, obviously known for playing Ivan Drago in the Rocky series and the Creed series. But just a quick synopsis about that film. Uh, this is basically what the uh, plot is for it. A proud movie theater honors an action star turned recluse called Claude Luke Halliday and a retrospective of his illustrious career when real estate developers show up to ruin the party. The two new friends must fight off corporate greed in the name of art. This is an action comedy. It sounds like absolute batshit craziness. <laughs> so I can't <laughs> wait does. for that alongside like great acting talents like Terrence Howard, Amanda Brighetti is also in it and John Savage. Is there something off like just based on the premise or Dude, the talent action attached? comedy? I mean, if you're talking about an action comedy, Dolph Lundgren is the epitome of who you want in that role. I mean, it's like Sylvester Stallone, but he can be more i mean look sylvester stallone did have that spy kids face but so maybe oh my god the spy kids <laughs> so, face dude yeah. i love that so maybe this is dolph lundgren entering his spy kids face of uh <laughs> action comedies but i think um just to have those two names in your uh in your feature as well that's just gonna really put yourself on the map in a lot of ways um i would love to check out more of the director's work, Orson Oblowitz. Um, he also wrote it and I would really like to look into what more he's produced. So after this film, I'm definitely going to check out the rest of his stuff. But yeah, I mean, when you got those two guys, it's really interesting how not only is it, does it sound fun and stuff, but also Terrence Howard, I don't always associate with a fun comedic action guy. Like he seems like he's, very tonally um approaching serious roles at least Mm -hmm. in recent memory i I can't remember if he's done anything comedically driven um so when i see that he's doing an action comedy i think that's that raises an eyebrow for me in a good way where i really want to see what he can do in that kind of role Mm -hmm. so and then he's got dolph he's playing opposite dolph lundgren yeah like that's a very imposing force to be paired up with. I'm sure it's, it's going to be a very interesting dynamic. And the cool thing is I'm on the IMDb page for the film and there's an image of Terrence Howard in it and he's carrying a crossbow. He's wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> like this is exactly what I want. I'm sure it has a bit of camp to it. Like it definitely plays like that. If it's going to be an action comedy. So I think as long as the film knows what it's going for and what the audience is looking for, because again, I definitely want to play off what you said, Terrence Howard, not being in a lot of comedies because similar to me too like i remember him being in like empire and things like hustle and flow where it's it's a very serious dramatic work right and this is going to be something where he's going to have fun with it and i'm sure he had a lot of fun doing it at the same time so it's definitely one that i'm looking forward to uh that's going to be the friday night film so it's in a prime spot and again i think it's really cool that we're getting the world premiere of this film at a small like indie 
uh, Red Bank New Jersey Film Festival. I think that's really awesome. And, and cheers to everybody who was able to make yeah. that happen, who kind of put the festival together. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting and, and it's going to be a really nice draw for this festival, too, because when it's world premiering with two big stars and it's doing something outside of both of their comfort zones as well. I think that will prove to be a big draw for the festival as well. But um, another big draw for the festival, moving into our third on this list, we have a film called Common Ground, and that is a documentary that will be premiering Saturday at the festival at 3 p.m. And I think it is, on paper at least, the most star-studded film that's at the festival. Um, but Common Ground is a documentary, and it is... Um, its premise is this. So Common Ground is the sweeping and uplifting story of the pioneers of the regenerative movement who are forging the toxic seeds and sprays pushed by Big Big Ag? Big Ag? Big is Ag, that? I think. Big Ag, okay. Yeah. Oh, so Big Agriculture. Yeah, that's, yes. that's what it is. Um, Big Ag in order to produce tremendous quantities of nutritionally dense food while bringing our entire ecosystem back to life. So this film played at the Tribeca Film Festival. It's got a lot of recognition so far already. Um, and there's a lot to unpack from that premise, but basically it's a lot about green energy and the movement that these stars are also trying to get involved with. So it stars a fairly good amount of people. It stars Laura Dern, Jason Momoa, Rosario Dawson, Woody Harrelson, Donald Glover, and Ian Somerhalder. So there's... A lot of great faces that are appearing in that. That's a very important movement. The sequel to Netflix's Kiss the Ground. Okay. That's, I just looked at it. And up. it's from, so it's from the same yeah. creative team, which is Joshua Tickle and Rebecca Harold Tickle. And I think also kind of playing off what you just said, I think it's really cool that we have these big stars coming in to not only like probably help produce the film and get it a bigger audience and playing at things like Tribeca, but putting them in the film and having them be a face towards all of this and they narrate it and they, they talk a lot about the movement and their impact on the movement, I think is really awesome. In the first film, uh, like Tom Brady and Jason Mraz were some of the people that were featured. Woody Harrelson actually comes over from the first film as well because he's wow. a very big environmentalist. But I think that it's going to be a really interesting and informative documentary. And the trailer is really powerful. They talk about how they're going to give information to the viewers that might be so important that it might actually save not only their lives, but the world that we're living in. So I think that especially with the environment we live in now and how everyone wants to transition to clean energy, I think this is going to be a really informative and really cool documentary, uh, especially because the filmmakers were able to not only tell one story this way with the previous doc, but they want to continue it on and obviously show the transition over the last four or five years since the first doc came out. So I think that's really cool. But the one thing that's even cooler about this film in particular is that we're actually running a giveaway for this film for 10 lucky people. And I want to give you guys that information right now. If you guys didn't already know, if you guys go on our Instagram page, which is at cinema wave media, you guys can enter this giveaway to get a free ticket to see this documentary, which again is playing on Saturday at 3 p.m. in Red Bank, New Jersey. These are the things you guys have to do. You have to follow our page if you don't already. You're going to tag three friends in the post and then make sure that you share that post to your own Instagram story. We're basically going to shuffle up the names and then we're going to make a decision to give those codes away Tuesday. 
Okay, we're going to give them out Tuesday, and that is September 12th. We're going to give out those codes. So make sure you guys follow along on the page. Look into the documentary. Again, the trailer is on Indie Street Film Festival's website. It's also on YouTube. You can look it up. And I think this is going to be a really awesome film, not only for this giveaway in particular, but something that can educate and also be really interesting to the viewers. This It's also very interesting that there's a sequel to a documentary. I don't really see that done very often. And then to do something off of big agriculture, like I know that there are several things that lead to pollution with, um, you know, environmental distraught and you know there is deforestation there is you know um companies like dole and all these other big brands they have to have environmental impacts that are negative so i'm interested to see what is going to happen in this type of film it's it like just that like you said it's informative and it's something that i don't really know anything about so i think it is an important message too if people can come out and see it that would play a, a very big role in just how we need to facilitate that me that message more in our community these days and i also like how this is such a mixed bag of a festival because there are so many different unique projects separate from each other like if you so i don't know th there's an action comedy we just went over a documentary and then we have a comedy drama about a kid in a video store like there are so many interesting unique stories and i think they really went um a good route of selecting the projects for this festival um there really doesn't feel like there's anything formulaic about the stuff that we've seen so far and i think they there's a lot of credit there to the people that selected these projects so moving into our fourth and final project um we are going to talk about a project called no ordinary campaign Oh, actually, sorry. That's not our final one. So we have another, another yeah, one coming up. Yeah, there's another doc uh, coming up. But go ahead and yeah. tell everybody about No Ordinary Campaign. You want me to tell it? I can tell oh, it. Oh, you can tell I'll it. I'll tell it. So Why don't you tell no, them? So <laughs> we, actually, we actually got in touch with the organizer of this festival, Jay Webb. Shout out, Jay, if you're watching. Um, a few weeks before the festival, we met him. And they had this awesome fundraiser. And before the fundraiser started, they had this side room where uh, Zach and I were able to take a picture, meet the organizers as well. And they had trailers for some of the films that are going to be playing at the festival. This one stood out to me, not only because of the subject matter, but of all the people that are producing it and the people that are involved in it. So before we even get into the premise, Katie Couric and Philip Rosenthal, if you guys don't know, he's a creator of Everybody Loves Raymond. They're both executive producers on this. And Barack Obama actually shows up on screen as a part of the uh, document documentation of what happens in this so basically at age 37 brian wallach who worked in the white house uh, was diagnosed with als and it was the same day that him and his wife brought their second daughter home from the hospital they went from being recently removed to working at the white house to not knowing if brian would even live to see his 40th birthday this is a story of what happened after that where they're bringing their political organi organizing experience to the fight and brian and sandra have moved with astonishing speed to build a patient-led revolution reminiscent of what happened with the HIV and AIDS epidemic. Uh, this is a documentary that is seems like it's going to have such a big emotional impact. And it's a perfect runtime for a doc. It's about an hour and 28 minutes. It came out this year. Getting people involved like Katie Couric, who has such a great resume and background in terms of news. And someone like Phil Rosenthal, who comes from a different background with sitcom, but he likes to provide his voice and as well as his probably his wallet to help out smaller films yeah. like this 
this is something that I'm really interested in. This actually screens at 6.15 p.m. on Friday, September 15th. So I'm really excited about this, Zach. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's a very inspiring story. And for him to come from a White House background to then moving into his communities and just leading such a an inspiring life and battling his own battles um it's it's definitely something worth watching and you know this is also a big um it, it will it will be an ed educational experience for me as well because i know a little bit about als but not as much as i probably should and um to hear what he has to say about that as well as his contributions to people around him i think that will be a really worthwhile experience and then you know they also have barack obama involved which is really cool that they were able to get a person of such stature as in involved in the project as they could but yeah i think it's cool that rosenthal was involved in this too and like you said like i'm i haven't looked at the rest of his filmography lately but the fact that he was willing to lend a hand producing it in whatever capacity he did um i think that's really cool and then to have success in the past and to still be around in Hollywood funding projects like this, that's also really cool. So. Yeah, I think this is a really powerful project and to get a platform at Indie Street is going to be really great for it. Yeah. Um, there's another documentary we're going to wrap up for our feature when we talk about the feature films that are going to be playing. This one caught my attention, especially because of the trailer that I saw. It's actually called Deer 13. And this is going to premiere at 1.15 p.m. on the last day of the festival, which is uh, Sunday, September 18th. And... A simple premise for it is just that Dear 13 is a cinematic time capsule of coming of age in today's world. And it has all different children age 13 from all around the world and their experiences of what it's like growing up. And there's a part in the trailer where this kid goes, I just feel like it's not as easy growing up now as it was back in the day. And I remember when I used to be a teacher, there was, um, there was a debate that happened in our school and they would talk about uh, one of the debate topics was, was it easier growing up in the nineties or is it easier growing up today? And I feel like not that we're older, like that much older than these kids, but even from when we were 13 years old, I feel like the world has changed so much, so oh, yeah. dramatically, so quickly that being able to see, uh, like just dividing with, uh, gender identity and racial division. And it's, it's, it looks like it's a really intimate view on exactly how, different people are able to handle these situations, but they're kids at the same time. So it's something that seems really emotional. Uh, and I, it's one that's definitely on my list. Yeah. And then just to, it's really interesting that they did it through the eyes and the lens of 13 year olds. And, but it's important because it's about how we define our world and our beliefs in this point that will ultimately affect our younger generations. And, you could get into hours and hours of conversation of how the world has changed as a whole in just like the past 10 years, the, the rapid change, um, good and bad. And I think that there are some very heavy subject matter material in, in this, um, you know, with guns and gender identity and racial division, like that is in, in itself huge burdens to our our kids and and having to toil with that and the uh, the the struggle that will come for them in the future and the fact that like you know there's rise in anti-semitism 
going back to the gun thing, like there are things that should not be happening in our 13 year old life uh, for kids these days. And for, uh, I hope, I hope it's a very good way for it to show that to the older generation, we need to start really changing things because it's all, it's painting it through the eyes of a 13 year old, I imagine. And then just having that, laid out because it is important when you're showing a 13 year old's perspective you have to understand that they are seeing these very things that adults are doing in the world and you know every era of at least our history in america has gone through trials and tribulation of you know world's geopolitical events and um heartbreak so it's really going to be interesting to see how they craft a narrative like that into having young adults come into the folds and being exposed to so much rapid change all at once. And I think that will obviously be like a negative experience on the younger generation. So I I think that's what they're going for with this film. Yeah. And I think one of the things just to go back on what you were talking about, there's something that they center on as well in the trailer where they show a 13 year old who's at an, uh, an anti gun rally and with the unfortunate rise in school shootings, like that's not something Luckily, we didn't have to worry about to the scale that unfortunately the kids nowadays do. So even something like that is brought to the forefront in this. And there's so much and we're being negative, like hopefully there's some a really positive silver lining as well to certain aspects. But the world we're living in right now is a scary place. And like you said, to see it through the lens of a 13 year old is a really interesting take. And I'm interested to see how the film turns out. Um, at Sunday at 1.15, if you're in the area, definitely be sure to catch that one at the festival. Um, but now, now we'll move on to a really cool short. We already covered No Ordinary Campaign, right? Yes, we did. We already did. Okay. I'm sorry I jumped the gun on that one. <laughs> you're all good. You're all good. <laughs> We're so excited to talk about we it. We are. There's a, there's a lot of really cool stuff. And again, just saying, yeah. basically what Zach said too, it's really cool to see the dynamic of how different all of these yeah. films are at the festival there's so many different things for everybody to tune into and to watch there's something for everybody so honestly like we're really excited to cover this festival we're really excited to see a lot of the talent that's there the rising talent but just the storytelling as a whole we really like to talk about how we we're storytellers this is a really great festival for storytellers in particular that are able to get a bigger highlight to what the art they're making is oh absolutely and just like having such an array of films and um, shorts that are playing, it is really cool to see all of that stuff happening. Um, So going, uh, the next film is called I am what you imagine. And it is directed by Matthew Modine, who Mm -hmm. is most notably known for Dr. Brenner and Dr. Brenner. Yes. Dr. Brenner. Yes. <laughs> you got it. You got I wasn't it. confident in that character name. Um, and Stranger Things. Yes. So he's also been around the film scene for quite a while. Mm. And he's had a lot of success in playing these very cool characters. And now he's doing another directing piece in a short. Um, and the short is about a sensual exploration of the unexplainable. Featuring the voice talents of Ruby Modine, <coughs> Ruby Modine, <laughs> and a longtime Kubrick collaborator, Leon Vitali, in his final performance, by the way. And the short uses sound, music, and expressionistic, expressionistic sorry, imagery to take viewers on a journey of the heart and mind. 
So there's a lot to unpack with that. Yeah, for um, sure. But, I mean, for him to tackle another short and then to do it with another actor like Leon Vitali, with who has um, in the past worked with Kubrick too, there, you know, there's a lot that's going to go into this. And I, I think it's very interesting that he instead, like when you see actors do shorts themselves or features themselves and they haven't directed much, you, you think that they might tackle something a little bit more um, straight mm. or like genre based, yeah. I guess. And this doesn't seem as um, narrative, I guess. No. It seems experimental. Yeah. This is in the this is actually in the experimental shorts uh, collection at the festival, mm-hmm. which uh, this is going to play at one thirty p.m. on Saturday, which is the September seventeenth. And the thing that I think is interesting is it sounds like something that like Terrence Malick would do, like mm-hmm. something that's very expressionistic, like it says on here. But also cool that not only is Modine famous for Stranger Things, but he also worked with Kubrick and was the lead in Full Metal Jacket in the 80s, probably part of how he knows uh, the collaborator Vitaly. Yeah. But this is something that I think could be really, really cool and atmospheric. And it's a shorter, it's it's only around six and a half minutes, the short. So I think that not only that, being able to work with somebody in his family, like Ruby Modine, who's also, she was in Shameless for a few seasons. That's something I'm really looking forward to. And being able to just, hopefully he's there. It'd be really cool to have a conversation with the director of the film. Um, but basically this is something that you're going for an experience in the short. And I'm really looking forward to checking out his take on something that is more experimental. You know yeah. what I mean? I think it's also cool too. Cause you get to see what actors digest and what they're interested in putting out themselves too. Um, I think it's cool cause also he may go down a rabbit hole of directing after this. You don't know. Um, if this is successful in any way, or if he might just pump out short films, you know, you don't know what he's into. So I like also experimental films are a mixed bag in itself of what are they interested in visually showing? Um, because it's mostly sound and visual. It doesn't have to necessarily be a straight narrative piece. So it's interesting. It's, it feels more like a, an art piece than anything else in, in a lot of um, experimental work. So for him to do that as a director is, is pretty bold and I'm interested to see it. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to wrap up with our coverage of some of the highlighted films of the festival with a short that I was really interested in. It's actually just called simply Kylie um, and Kylie stars Kylie uh, Jefferson, who was the lead of tiny pretty things on Netflix and she's a black ballerina in real life as well as an actress. She speaks her truth about being a dancer in the ballet community as she performs in the city streets of Los Angeles. This is directed by Sterling Hampton IV. It just seems like it's a really intimate portrait about this person who really loves their art. It's another one that comes in around six minutes. And I think the connection with how her racial background was able to influence not only her ability to dance, but her dancing in general and how she's able to put that on the forefront uh, and that's actually going to come out at 12 p.m. on Thursday. Do you have any thoughts on that one? Yeah, I I think it's um I mean I've I've only uh there there's one um ballerina Misty Copeland that I know is a huge uh black ballerina and and it's also pretty known that she's struggled herself as a ballerina um and because she's um black and has been disenfranchised because of that and I think um it's very interesting to have a take like this and 
to speak truthfully about how difficult it can be in that setting. And then it's also really cool that she's talking about her upbringing in Los Angeles, what kind of the art scene is there. And, you know, everybody goes to LA to have that artful experience and reinvent yourself and, and uh, hone your craft and try and be the best artist you can be. So it'll be really interesting to see her talk about that and, what comes with it so. yeah absolutely the whole thing is shot in black and white too which is awesome I don't oh know, I wow just, black and white always hits different for me in terms yeah. of cinematography when i watch something so be definitely be sure to check that out and guys be sure to check out all of the films that we have mentioned there's tons more that are playing throughout the whole entire week again this is going to be from wednesday september 13th all the way until sunday september 18th you guys can get your all access pass for the festival on indie street film festival's website which is IndieStreetFilmFestival.org. You can find out more about the festival and all the people who organize it, the team. And you guys, again, can use that code CultureWave20 to get $20 off your all-access pass for the festival. And make sure you guys tune in for the giveaway as well, which you can put in the code. We'll give it to you afterwards after you guys make sure you follow at CinemaWaveMedia on Instagram. You guys tag three friends and share our post to your Instagram story. Zach, anything else you wanted to talk about really quick wrapping up for the festival? I just wanted to give a big shout out to Jay and uh, reaching out to us. And we reached out to him too and promoting his festival. And we really want to just um, emphasize that they're doing great stuff over there. They're adding a lot of great talent into the mix for in a, a very new festival that is, is going to have a lot of great lineups coming up. So if you can make it to Red Bank, I would totally make the trip and um it's going to be worth it there's a lot of great talent coming through so yeah just a big shout out to jay and everything they're putting together over there but absolutely make sure you guys support local art wherever you are and make sure if you guys can make it to the indie street film festival in red bank new jersey next weekend just signing off i am darian scalamoni and i'm zach miller and we will see you guys next time